0: is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! Let's hit the waiver wire. Let's go! Now here's
1: some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and
2: D. Waiver wire for Fantasy Week 16 Championship and for some of you semifinals. Anybody playing into Week 17, Dave Heath? No. No. I mean. nope. Nope. Yeah. None of those leagues this year for me either. Hoping to have Jamie Eisenberg on in just a little bit. We actually just got off the air with Pete Prisco, the CBS Sports senior NFL columnist who's on the Pick 6 podcast. We're going to air that interview tomorrow uh, at the end of the Wednesday show. We asked him about how Dallas is going to do against Seattle. How Blake Bortles is progressing. He's a Jacksonville, uh, guy. He has a radio show with Tony Bacelli in Jacksonville. So he's covers, he's very familiar with them. Ask him about Tom Brady and why his stats are down. And he, there's a, a prominent player that Pete thinks is playing through an injury. You're going to want to hear that. That's on tomorrow's show. Today we'll give you your waiver wire help to get you to win that championship. We'll go through all the big news and all the major injuries. But first, let me ask you this, guys. Who do you think has scored the most fantasy points this year? Actually, why don't you put them in order? Matt Ryan. Drew Breeze, Josh McCown. McCown, Breeze, Ryan. I'll say McCown is first. Yeah, McCown, Breeze, Ryan. Wrong! It is Breeze, McCown, Ryan. But how about Ryan? Number 17 quarterback in fantasy this year? Ugh, we'll talk about that game in a little bit. All right, in PPR, who do you think has scored the most points? Julio Jones, Marvin Jones, or A.J. Green? Hmm.
1: Something tells me this is a tricky question, just like the first one, and we're supposed to say Marvin Jones first. I will say Green, Julio, Marvin. I'll say Green, Marvin, Julio. Julio actually has the
2: most fantasy points in PPR. (laughs) He's got a ton of catches, and he's got, like, he might have the third most yards, but only three touchdowns. It's weird. They're all within four fantasy points in standard scoring, Julio, A.J. Green, and, and Marvin Jones, but Julio has the lead in PPR. I was surprised to see that.
0: Well, I'm just gonna say on Matt Ryan, we'll keep this, uh, trend going, going into next year. I'm going to draft a ton, a ton of Matt Ryan next year in the 11th round as everybody's saying he's not a top 10 mm-hmm. quarterback anymore.
2: It's pretty interesting though. I mean, we actually did talk about this with Pete. So you know what? Why don't we save that discussion for tomorrow? You can hear what we had to say with Pete Prisco. It's very interesting what his take is. Uh, alright, let's, let's get down to business. Oh so hi, hi, good morning. How are you guys?
1: No. I'd be doing better if I didn't lose to Heath in two of my
0: semifinals.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. Go
2: ahead,
0: have your fun.
2: <laughs>
1: congratulations. Heath's gonna make noises.
0: I, I just, I got one little yeah out. It was, it was a long, long night last night. I, I struggled to, uh, get out of bed this morning. Uh, a lot of anxiety, but, uh, pulled it out, so.
2: Congratulations. Hey, yeah,
0: congratulations.
2: Thanks. Wish I could thanks. say, uh, wish I could say the same thing. Um, get your tri- Christmas shopping done.
0: Nope. Nope. I only have to buy for one person. My wife takes care of all the rest, and I have failed to do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, good. Well uh I did I did that last night as well, so I'm successful with one thing. Now the big news. What's the deal? What's the deal with Leonard Fournette this week, guys, at San Francisco?
0: Go ahead, Heath. We are currently ranking him as if he is going to play. Ian Rappaport said that he would only miss this week, and he would be back in week 16. So we are ranking Leonard Fournette as if he is going to be active. We are, as you like to ask, do you expect Leonard Fournette? At this time, we do.
2: Hmm. I said, what's the deal? I didn't say, do you expect, though? Well, that's the deal. He's going to play. <laughs> okay, cool. Aaron Rodgers may not play this week. Uh-oh. They have been eliminated from playoff contention. He took a lot of hits. So we will see. Um, but... I think if if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, I suppose if Devontae, no, you're not going to start any any body in that game for the Packers if Rodgers doesn't play, right?
1: Probably not. I I can't imagine there'd be a single person that you'd feel good about. I don't like the chances of Devontae Adams getting back either. Right? Like if they're if they're going to pull Rodgers, why would they rush Adams back? And he'd be the one. I'll I'll tell you who I'll play is the Vikings DST. Oh, I meant Packers. That sounds that sounds good. And Latavius Murray, who I don't have ranked high right now. He's tied to Aaron Rodgers. If Rodgers plays, I think he keeps the Packers in it. And I'm worried about Latavius having a good game. And if Rodgers is out, then Latavius should get a ton of work.
2: I yeah. Now, if you have the Vikings DST and you're thinking, oh, they're going to Lambeau, they're going to play Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to drop them, do not drop them because there's a chance they're playing Brett Hundley and they could have a monster game. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is back and He's ripped. But Jason Garrett didn't say how much he'll use Ezekiel Elliott this week against the Seahawks. Is he going to be in your top five?
0: Yes. Yeah. All right. I think he's exactly
1: number five. He's he's exactly number one. He's playing Seattle. That defense got toasted by Todd Gurley, and I figure Dallas will do the exact same thing. Just give Zeke and those
0: fresh legs lots of work. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the guy that did the toasting. Todd Gurley is number one.
2: (laughs) That's certainly fair. Uh, Antonio Brown with that partially torn calf. You can safely drop him, right? If you play into Week 17, would you drop Antonio Brown?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's not coming back during the regular season. Right. So I'd be kind of surprised to see him in the postseason, to be honest. Okay.
2: Uh Keenan Allen is expected to play this week, but linebacker Denzel Perryman for the Chargers, he will be out this week, which is good news for Bilal Powell, who you might see on your waiver wire. Hunter Henry has a lacerated kidney, could miss the next two games. Doug Martin was in a lot of lot of Bucks news. Doug Martin was inactive last night for a violation of team rules. We will certainly talk about Peyton Barber. Deshaun Jackson was on crutches and in a walking boot after the game due to an ankle injury. And you better believe that Deshaun Jackson and OJ Howard getting hurt helped Mike Evans last night. And OJ Howard got hurt; he left with a foot injury. So Cameron Brate's going to be a popular waiver wire guy there at Carolina this week. If you play into Week 17, keep an eye on the Eagles. So I guess I probably should have – I apologize. I'm assuming if they win, they get the one seed? Correct. Okay. Then then they could uh, rest their guys in Week 17.
1: My hunch is that they will play their starters for a half. In Week 17? In Week 17. Yeah. Now And I'm, since they're playing Oakland at home this week with the number one seed on the line, they might play their starters for a half this week too because halftime of that game, it's probably going to be 31 nothing Philadelphia.
2: All right, but what if – so they play on Monday. The Vikings play on Sunday. If the Vikings lose at Green Bay, then Philadelphia locks up the one seed. If the Vikings win and the Eagles win, what happens in Week 17? Is, they, it, is it over? Wait,
0: the Vikings and Eagles are still tied, right? No, the Vikings are a game back.
2: They're 11-3. and The Eagles are 12-2. and So if both okay. teams win this week, do the Eagles clinch? Do we know? No. All right, let's, let's see if we can look that up uh and figure that out. Theo Riddick and Lions guard T.J. Lang are unlikely to play this week. They've got that cake matchup against the Bengals, so there could be a Detroit running back you might want to pick up. Rex Burkhead will not play this week. It's not looking great for Tyron Smith, the Cowboys' left tackle as the Seahawks come to town. And do you expect the following players? Tevin Coleman. Nope. Damian Williams. Nope. Also no. Devontae Adams we talked about. Marquise Lee. Alan Hearns. Nope, Nope. No to both. Chris Hogan.
0: I kind of think – like, we're not ranking him, but I kind of expect him to come back.
2: Amari Cooper. Nope. No. Emmanuel Sanders. Nope. No. And let's get to our waiver wire priorities. Heath, who do you like at quarterback this week? Or Dave, whoever.
0: Well, this is such a rare and wonderful situation. If you have struggles at quarterback, you have a chance to add – The second-best quarterback in fantasy this year, Carson Wentz, available on the waiver wire in 61% of leagues, just coming off a four-touchdown performance. Great matchup against the Oakland Raiders at home. I love Nick Foles. (laughs) He called him Carson once earlier Well, it's easy to get those two confused There's really not much of a drop-off
1: It's really, a lot of it had to do with who he played last week But guess what, he plays the Raiders this week And it's an amazing matchup And I agree with you, Bowles is great I think Joe Flacco is playing really well right now He's got a great matchup He's at home against the Colts on Saturday I could see him having another two touchdowns And 250 yards He's done that now, three straight games 20 plus fantasy points, that's real good uh Tyrod Taylor, I guess, makes the cut as another quarterback to look at, but I don't like him nearly as much as Flacco and Foles, and I would rank him Foles, Flacco, Tyrod. I think, and I, and I would take all three of those guys over Garoppolo. I know we made a big deal about adding Garoppolo. I
0: would move on from him if you're a streaming quarterback. Dave didn't read the email about who was doing what positions, Adam. Jimmy Garoppolo, I would actually add over Tyrod Taylor. Interesting. Uh, why? I I agree with what Pete said. And I think we heard that. We don't know so what Pete said yet. Wait until Wednesday <laughs> to see what Pete said and see what I agree with. No, the Jags just clinched a playoff spot. They're traveling across the country to face San Francisco. And even when they've won big the last couple of weeks, they've had a couple of lapses in the secondary. I don't think Garoppolo is going to be good, but I like him better than Tyrod.
2: And Blaine Gabbard had a good game against Jacksonville, right? I mean he scored like, I think twenty two fantasy points. Yes. And that was uh that was their other cross country. He scored twenty fantasy points. So, okay. Um, but you know, the, the prizes here are Foles and Flacco. You both like Foles over Flacco?
0: Oh yeah, Foles is yeah. top ten for me.
2: All right. Now in shallower leagues, you might be able to get Blake Bortles. He's about eighty two percent owned. And you might still be able to get Case Keenum. They're both eighty three percent owned. Yep. So how would you guys rank Keenum and Bortles with Nick Foles?
0: Foles over both.
1: Keenum, Bortles, Foles.
2: Hmm. Alright, Heath, Foles is Heath's favorite. Okay. Those are good options though. Uh, are there any quarterbacks that are typically like must start guys that you would start these waiver wire guys over? Tom Brady. Nah. Yeah. What? Dave. Yeah. I'm telling
1: you. Really? Oh, I need, yeah. No, I'm not kidding around. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go uh, uh, let, uh, let that fry in your noodle for a little bit. I was going to say Dak. So. Right, I'm with you on that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that doesn't really feel relevant anymore. I think Dak we should have spend the rest of the show Drew on the Tom Brees, Brady thing. Drew Brees and Tom Brady. I would start Foles over Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and Cousins and Goff and Keenum um but yeah i'm i'm probably just going to go ahead and start tom brady okay why uh I why is s- it because he's good and because he's won 5 super bowls and
1: he doesn't <laughs> eat strawberries <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to completely ignore the fact that he's not nearly as ferocious statistically
2: he's the number three quarterback in fantasy
1: that's great how (laughs) what what does he rank over the last three weeks
2: well what what did he rank the three weeks before that he scored 28 or more fantasy points in three straight games
1: and i'm not saying that the patriots are going to lose they're at home against buffalo i do think it's and i think the bills defense
0: is okay i think they're the secondary trying to come around i think their run defense sucks if we which we often do use the terminology this is their second straight road game we might want to be careful, or this is their third straight road game. We might want to be careful. When a guy is coming off of three straight road games, shouldn't we give him a little bit of a pass for that? He won two of them. Well, I understand, but, yeah, but it wasn't statistically
1: awesome. There's a difference between the team being happy with how he's doing and fantasy owners being happy with how he's doing. And I know this is the championship week, and this isn't what anybody expected to say to start Blake Bortles over Tom Brady. That, I mean, it sounds like I'm playing a joke on everybody. And it's up to you what you do with your team. I feel very comfortable with the matchups that all three of the quarterbacks and throw Flacco in there, too. Why not? Flacco over Brady. That one I might come back and take <laughs> my mind off. But the other three, I think I'm all in. I, I think that Foles has been great. I don't see the Raiders um, knocking him off his launch point. I think he's going to do great. I think Bortles has a great matchup against that 49 er secondary. And I think Keenum has a great matchup against that Packers secondary.
2: Can I just give you a stat, though, that – it's almost like the Buccaneers. I feel like it's nine or ten games in a row where the Bucks haven't given up a big game to a quarterback. The Raiders, only four quarterbacks this year have scored more than 19 fantasy points against them. Now, the, the ones that have have had, like, monster games. But, you know, it's just something to keep in mind. They don't have a good pass defense, but for some reason they don't give up a ton of fantasy points to quarterbacks.
1: Because they don't have a good run defense either. And which Philadelphia is also, has proven to be a team that... Can throw the ball very efficiently.
0: Well, and Philadelphia is doing this weird thing, and I've kind of scoffed at it numerous times, but they get close to the red zone, and they just throw the ball in the end zone. Mm -hmm. They are not—some teams run more in the red zone, and I would guess if we went and looked at their run-pass splits closer to the end zone, we're going to see that they pass a lot more. Because they have, I think, 12 passing touchdowns in their last three games and no rushing touchdowns.
2: Sounds right. I can look at okay, that. That's a good point. Alright, and the last thing i just to back up Dave a little bit on the Brady thing, they should be able to run the ball all over the Bills, so maybe that hurts Brady's stats. Let's go to the running backs. So, I, I sent the email, I said, you've got this position, you've got this position, you've got this position. Jamie was included on that email, he's not coming in on today's show. So, Heath, I think you had running backs originally, right?
0: I had quarterbacks oh, and wide receivers, I got but some running backs I, for you. I can, we, we can just, we'll just work together, and um Running back is a pain in the ass this week. Oh, Heath! What? You you said the a word. I apologize. It is a total and complete and awful pain this week. There you that's go. That's better. Thank you. Thank I, you. I It yes, that's how I feel about it. Right, Spoiler, Williams.
1: by the way, they say that word in the Last Jedi. Couldn't believe
0: it when I heard it. Yeah, really? I just the thought Last that that Jedi. Was crazy. I'm tired of hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kerwin <laughs> Williams. Where to if, get it? If he plays. If he's okay, then he is by far and away the best option. Um, but we don't know if that's going to happen or not. A home game against the Giants should be a good game flow, should get plenty of work.
2: All right, this, let me give a little disclaimer first because when Heath when he talks about the best options, he's talking about players who are owned in less than 65% of leagues. So I assume if you saw Giovanni Bernard out there, we don't know about Joe Mixon's status.
0: But even he isn't like like that's what I'm saying. Okay, Kerwin, we don't know if he'll play. Gio yes would be tops, but we don't know if Mixon's coming back. Yeldon and Ivory would be interesting if Fournette was out, but we don't expect that now. Okay. It's not great.
2: Alright, so we'll come back and we'll we'll go in depth, but give me like three guys you, you could see yourself putting claims in for.
0: Kerwin, Barber, uh Tion Green.
2: What about Abdullah? 82% on who. Which, which Lions running back would you prefer if they were both available?
0: My expectation from what we saw last week is that Abdullah is going to fill the Riddick role and Green is going to get put the early down work. Okay. I'm not even sure if that's how it'll shake out. I think that might be how they start the game. And then if Abdullah looks good in the Riddick role, they'll just go back to him. They the like the fact that Tion Green, when he gets the football, runs forward and tries to hit a hole. Mm-hmm. Amir Abdullah would like Doesn't to break the big play no. every play.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of a problem. All right, so Dave, give me give me uh, other any running backs or what would your top three priorities be?
1: Oh, well, I think Williams is that first guy if he's healthy, and if he's not, then you're going to see a lot of Elijah Penny and DJ Foster. Where Penny will work first and second down in the goal line, and Foster will work the passing situations. Foster's already been working the passing situations for Arizona, and it's a great matchup against the Giants. Speaking of the Giants, Wayne Gallman has actually become a thing, and it's not because he's getting a lot of carries; he's getting a lot of catches, mm-hmm. and they're starting to feature him a little bit more and more. You saw Orland Stark would score a touchdown last week; he only had six fantasy points because of the touchdown. He had seven carries for nine yards. That stunk. Gallman could end up getting uh, a nice chunk of work here at Arizona as the Giants begin to look forward. Yes. and then uh we don't we don't know. We, we're ranking Leonard Fournette as if he's going to play. There's nothing that suggests he's even going to practice at this point. So you might want to be a little careful. And with Chris Ivory leaving last week with a hand injury, we don't know how serious that is. Maybe grabbing TJ Yeldon with your third or fourth waiver claim this week could make some sense. Sure. Because if Fournette's if, if out and if Ivory's out, guess who's in?
2: Yeah, now in the San thing about, Francisco it's yeah, not the best matchup? No, oh, it's a terrible matchup right now. Yeah. six straight games without allowing a touchdown to a running back, and the last. But, a,
1: but Adam, it's a running back who's going to get twenty touches.
2: I, I know, but the last four games, Eddie Lacy five fantasy points on seventeen carries. Jordan Howard. That's
1: good. That's good for Eddie Lacy. Yeah,
2: three fantasy points on thirteen carries for Howard. Five fantasy points on seventeen carries for Lamar Miller. Five fantasy points on eighteen carries for Demarco Murray. Their run defense has actually been really good. You know
1: why? Why? Because their quarterback isn't putting them in terrible situations defensively.
2: And their pass defense is horrible. Horrible.
1: It's really fallen off, We're and that's the reason why I like Bortles better than Brady. Okay. That's and, like a huge
2: factor. And then in shallower leagues, we'll talk about them, but keep an eye on Bilal Powell, 73% owned, facing the Chargers without Perryman. Keep an eye on Jonathan Stewart. The Packers have been awful, uh, and he's 80% owned. And by the way, to, to back up Dave's Gallman point, Cardinals have allowed 40 or more receiving yards to a running back in six of their last eight games. They've struggled with that. They are great against the ground game, but they struggle with running backs in the passing game.
1: And and this should just – maybe we should have started talking waivers with this point. This is the time of year. You're playing in your championship or your semifinal. You need to pay attention to what your opponent needs off of waivers. Yeah. And you might want to try and play keep away. So
0: if your opponent – let's just say they've got – Oh, I cannot believe you're doing this. Why? You – Put me on blast without mentioning my name on Twitter for picking up. And hold on, what dropping. you did was completely different. no, no, it wasn't. You no, said you were
1: adding and dropping. No, tight ends I did not drop other.
0: one. They're all four still on my roster. I thought
1: you had added them. I did not head. drop any. I didn't know that you didn't drop them. Dave, nope. well, you are all on my roster. Then in that case, I take it back,
2: and I didn't get the <laughs> No, to your name it's head. not enough to just take it back. You owe Heath a public apology right now. <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. Let me let me get myself ready here. Hold on,
1: Heath. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you kept all those crappy tight ends on your <laughs> roster. And frankly, I should be thanking you for leaving Benjamin Watson because Watson had a great game. Yes. And it doesn't really matter anyway because whether I had Benjamin Watson or six Rob Gronkowski's, you kicked my A-word in both of the fantasy leagues we were in. I think that you're a really great guy. Thanks, Dave. Uh, even when you smell like coffee. Thanks. Um, Appreciate
0: I'm sorry. It. I'm really sorry. I would, love, no. to sm- I would you know, love to spell like You have coal. no idea how much this means to
2: me. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Let's go to wide receivers. Dave. Dave, Dave, uh, Dave, give me three wide receivers.
1: Uh Antonio Brown.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't want him.
1: No, I'm just kidding. All right. Let's start with who's in Jacksonville. Dede Westbrook, Keelan Cole. Those guys were awesome. They've been awesome. Uh, I know Westbrook wasn't awesome for fantasy owners last week. Whatever. It's a great matchup against San Francisco. You've got to go get them. And Antonio Brown is out. You don't want him. Martavis Bryant, 53% owned right now. That number is going to shoot up. People are going to gravitate toward him thinking that he's going to be the main guy against the Houston Texans. And I think he's decent as a number two, number three receiver this week. Certainly has potential to get you 10 fantasy points. Kendall Wright and Chris Moore are two other guys that if you're in a PPR league, especially with Wright, he is uh, he's come alive. He's getting a bunch of catches over his last couple of games. And Chris Moore is going to end up being the number two receiver in Baltimore against the Colts on Saturday.
0: And I will just add my favorite wide receiver on the waiver wire is Mike Wallace. He has been so much more reliable recently. We don't expect Jeremy Macklin to play. Correct. The Colts are arguably the worst pass defense in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I, you can't even look at what they've done in the past because their, their secondary is so depleted. So yeah, it's a great matchup for Wallace, for sure. Uh, yeah, anything else? So Mike Wallace there. Uh, alright, let me give you, uh, two more names real quick. They're owned in about 75% of leagues. One is Robert Woods, and he'll be facing, uh, who do they have this week? I'm sorry. They have Sa- The Rams are at Tennessee. Tennessee, right. Uh, and the other is Marquise Goodwin. Who's facing the Jaguars, but listen to this. There have been four wide receivers with double digit targets against the Jaguars. They have scored 11, 15, 8, and 14 fantasy points. They were Hopkins twice, Antonio Brown, and Corey Coleman. So Goodwin, you know, he's gotten uh, double digit targets in two straight or two of his last three. Would you leave him on waivers or would you start him against the Jaguars? And what about Robert Woods, 76% out?
0: I like Woods more than Goodwin, but I was prepared to drop Goodwin completely out of relevance this week against Jacksonville. And I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. He's a, he's a low end number two wide receiver. I'm still starting Goodwin over Des again this week.
2: Okay. All right guys, tight ends. Uh, let's, this was supposed to be a Jamie. No, this was a Heath one. Did I give you, I gave you running backs or I gave you quarterbacks?
0: You know what? I don't care what you gave me, I'm gonna give you tight ends. Give
2: me tight ends, yes.
0: Uh, Eric Ebron, I think, like, I, I don't necessarily wanna say that I'm buying into Eric Ebron, cause every time I've ever bought into Eric Ebron in the past, it has, uh, turned, gone poorly. But he's getting, I think he's got the most targets on the Lions over his last three games. He's been relatively reliable in PPR, uh, recently. It's a good matchup against Cincinnati just because they don't have anybody healthy on their defense. So Ebron will be my first choice. Cameron Brait is 69% owned. He'd be my second choice, especially if Howard and Jackson are out. I may even move him up to number one, but for now, he'd be my second choice. And then, oh, wait, never mind. I hadn't gone far enough on the list yet. Charles Clay's back. Oh, what? Boy. Charles Clay is back. What? Oh, he had 64 yards? Four yes. catches? Yes. That's an awesome day for a tight end.
2: He's back. he's facing a team that hasn't given up more than five fantasy points to a tight end in yeah, eight straight have games.
0: Him. He would have caught that pass Jesse James dropped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But even if Jesse James had caught that pass, he would have had, I think, seven points.
0: Charles Clay's back. But you're Charles Clay's back.
2: Charles Clay over Cameron Braid and Ebron? I'll put him third on the list. All right. All right. He's like a hundredth on the list.
1: Well, I mean Jared Cook. He's not a hundredth. Charles Clay rhymes with no way.
0: <laughs> but not really, not really.
2: <laughs> All right, Dave. Is there one guy that that you think we need to know about other than Bray, other than Ebron, Brayton, Clay?
1: At tight end, yeah. I mean, you can maybe make the case for Garrett Selleck, but it's not that exciting. Benjamin Watson isn't bad. What's wrong with Benjamin Watson?
2: The cool uh, guy who
1: should have taken down Heath. Uh, sorry, I'm bitter. A- Antonio yeah. Gates should be mentioned.
2: Yeah, Gates absolutely. Yep. Gates is at the Jets. Ben he Watson's face. Facing- touchdown. Watson's facing a team that's allowed seven touchdowns to tight ends.
1: Did you say where you ranked Ebron this
0: week? Heath? Top ten. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I had him tenth last week. It's, it's scary.
2: He's, it's, he's, he's fine. He is fine. Tight ends awful. Okay. Uh, DST. So, Dave, who are some DSTs you like this week? I think
1: Chicago's an interesting option. They're at home. They're against Cleveland. You obviously know how DSTs traditionally do against the Cleveland Browns, and I don't I don't think they're a great unit, but I don't think they're terrible either. They've made my top twelve for this week. The Lions have also made my top twelve because of Cincinnati and how bad they are. They're on the road though, so I might not feel so great about them by comparison. The Cardinals, if they're still out there, they get the Giants at home. I I don't believe the Giants are as good as or as certainly as productive as they were last week. So I love the
0: Cardinals. Love them. It's a tricky week yeah, I for like defense. The it is a little bit because there's no slam dunk streamer. I the, the Cardinals are my first choice, and I've got them as a top, the, them and the Bears both as top five defenses this week. Wow, I've I've got the Cardinals in my top five. So
1: maybe I'm wrong. There is a, a slam dunk streamer, uh, and then Bears are top twelve. Lions top twelve. What about the Chiefs? Chiefs, Chiefs would Jimmy's be a good one. Have they? What's their ownership percentage?
2: Less than 65, because they're Jamie number had two, a number one then.
1: against Miami. It's pretty clear that Cutler is—he might
0: throw an interception in this game. I'm just going to put it up. I'm going to guess he throws three.
2: Chiefs are 62% on. So you got the Chiefs, you got the Cardinals, you got the Bears, who have had three good games in a row actually, and now face the Browns. And then Jamie also thinks the Redskins are worth streaming. 37% on. They have the Broncos at home.
1: If it's Paxton Lynch, I wholeheartedly agree.
0: If it's Brock Osweiler, then
2: eh. like we, it it's amazing
0: how clear it is. But Brock Osweiler is clearly their best quarterback. Yeah, it's it's amazing that the
1: word Brock Osweiler and best was used in the same sentence.
2: You best not start Brock Osweiler in fantasy. About that, leagues, Dave IDP suggestions.
1: Well, let's start at the defensive line with Anthony Lanier of the aforementioned Washington Redskins. He's been great the past couple of weeks. Ryan Davis in Buffalo, Malik Jackson in Jacksonville. And that's a real thing, Jackson, Jacksonville. Hello. No way. Can you do
0: that again. Yeah, another?
1: Malik Jackson in Jacksonville. They're they're all pretty good and they're out there in a ton of leagues, so if you need defensive line help, go get them. Linebacker isn't quite as exciting. Robert Quinn is the best of the ones that are free agents in most leagues. And in, in a lot of the dynasty keeper IDP leagues, he's already owned, so you're not going to find him. But you might find Zach Vigil, and you can go with him if Zach Brown is still out for the Redskins, or Matt Judon of the Baltimore Ravens. My two favorite IDPs to add this week are both defensive backs. Quandre Diggs in Detroit, he's moved to safety, his production has gone way up, and Jeff Heath of the Dallas Cowboys. Heath! Three good games in a row.
2: Oh, and a grand, the game-saving play against the, uh, Raiders. Yes. Great play. Great play. Great name. Alright, Quandre Diggs and Jeff yes, Heath. Jeff is a great name. Are, are Dave's favorite IDPs. And for kicker, Jamie's got Josh Lambeau, uh, Phil Dawson and Dan Bailey in his column. Also, Robbie Gold is only 33% owned. He's been killing it lately. So.
1: I told you he was but, a guarantee on FanDuel.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a great call. But, What's but the he's week? facing the Jaguars. So you never know. Hold on. I want to
1: see if he's still 4,500.
2: Okay, you let us know.
1: I'm just going to blurt it out when I find out.
2: To recap, quarterback, we like Nick Foles. Not in this order necessarily, but these four guys, get one of them. Foles, Bortles, Keenum, Flacco. Running back's a little trickier. You got Kerwin Williams, who's banged up. Peyton Barber. Did you guys talk about Peyton Barber? Did I completely forget about that?
1: Uh, I have a Robbie Gold update, everybody. Stop what you're doing. He has moved up in price on FanDuel to 4700
2: Oh, okay. Now he's too
0: expensive. Uh, I mentioned him in my top three. We didn't really talk about him. It's a terrible matchup, and I wouldn't be surprised if Doug Martin steals five touches next week, maybe eight. Charles Sims is still the pass-catching back. It's a desperation play.
2: Okay, so that's Peyton Barber's at Carolina. Wayne Gallman in PPR. You can look at the Jacksonville guys. You can look at Tian Green or Amir Abdullah. Um and we'll we'll give you some more names later, but don't forget about Jonathan Stewart who's eighty percent owned and Bilal Powell seventy three percent owned. I mean Jonathan Stewart the Buccaneers Buccaneers have completely fallen apart on defense. They are injured, they are bad, and Devontae but, Freeman had a huge game.
0: But who's the primary running back? Uh,
2: I mean, look, it's not a great option, but I think Stewart's got an opportunity to score. Yes, I I'll I'll rank him ahead of Peyton Barber probably. And an average five yards per carry. Uh Also at wide receiver We got Martavis Bryant We got Mike Wallace We've got the Jacksonville guys D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole Jaden Nickens if you're desperate We'll give you some more names later But also keep an eye out for Robert Woods And Rashard Matthews is 68% owned He'll face the Rams That's a tough matchup But we got more guys to discuss Tight end, it's Ebron It's Brayton, it's Clay DST, Arizona, and Chicago Are the winners there In Kansas City Those are the three big ones IDP is Quandre Diggs And Jeff Heath and just told you about some kickers to keep an eye on, like Dan Bailey, Josh Lambeau, Phil Dawson. News and notes. Eli Manning will start this week, it seems. It's not a, I guess a guarantee, but it's likely to start. Drew Stanton's gonna start for Arizona. We didn't talk about him. Drew Stanton against those uh those Giants. What do you think? If he's the
0: best option on the waiver wire, I'm probably Stanton Stanton Pet. Okay, thank you. I, 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 why don't you try that again?
2: Because
1: I don't know if I got I, it. I, I can't. I, I can't. You tried to say stand pat. Stand but Stand, stand, and, stand, and stand and pat. Pat. Like a
2: stand and, stand and, stand and pat. Stand and pat. Yeah, stand I like pat. it. Carolina yeah. linebacker Thomas Davis suspended two games for his hit on Devontae Adams. Oakland, uh well, actually, that's kind of interesting. That makes it a better matchup for, for Peyton Barber, no? For sure. Man. Yeah, yeah, still still, still not great, though. Uh Oakland left tackle, Donald Penn left with a with an injury in the first quarter. James Connor is out for cleveland for Pittsburgh, so if you play into week seventeen and you want to back up Le'Veon Bell, it's Fitz Toussaint. Yay. Uh, yeah, I know. Um the Bucks guard J.R. Sweezy left with an injury. They also played without Levante David and Gerald McCoy on defense. The Titans want to go no huddle. Open things up a little bit.
0: Well, they- Richard Matthews suggested that they go no huddle. I think it was basically that we'd rather have Mariota calling the place. Right. <laughs> Than, That's than what he Mike said.
2: Uh linebacker Anthony Hitchens for the Cowboys left with an injury. Seems to have a better chance to play this week than Tyron Smith.
1: I wouldn't be Hitchens your wagon to him <laughs> in the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> well done. Bravo. Best I've play. had like four puns set up ready to spew. Yes. Like I best I guess we can't pin the Raider pen the Raiders <laughs> playoff hopes to their
2: O line. Good. Let's see what we can do. Let's come up with a pun for Atlanta Tampa Bay. Atlanta 24, Tampa Bay 21. I was jonesing for Julio this week, but he really let me down.
1: Well, I was worried that I would be shut out of my fantasy championship game in one of my leagues, but after what
0: Devontae did, I'm a free man. (laughs) Uh, Heath, anything for you? If, wouldn't you be a free man if you lost and didn't have to dedicate time? No, I'm free to go to the finals. You're free to go to the finals. Perfect. Um, Yeah, that's not, that was good, Dave. I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything with that.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you need a running back, (laughs) if you need a running back, uh, this week, you probably shouldn't barber shop. Barber shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Takeaways from Atlanta 24 and Tampa Bay 21. Anybody? Anything? Anything? Look, I think
1: Jameis is continuing to play some really good football. We all expected him to, Kind of flop. I don't know. I, I didn't have him in my top 12.
0: I don't know if you did. No, he's, he's like 13 or
1: something. Yeah. So we, we were close having him as a top 12 quarterback. He's, he played great. Almost 300 yards, literally a yard shy, three touchdowns. And this is without Deshaun Jackson and without OJ Howard, other than the one catch that Howard had. I, I think it kind of tells you that he's feeling a lot better. He restored our faith in Mike Evans, who didn't have double digit targets, but did have eight and he scored. He could have had a much bigger game.
0: Oh yeah, he had a uh, had an almost Safarian touchdown. Yeah, so he, he called that a monster. He, does he understand what the rules are no. regarding
2: push-offs? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't really get that at all. He's called for two of them in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs a refresher. Um, uh, you, you know how many yards Jameis Winston is averaging this year? If you take away the two games he left early with an injury, three hundred and twelve lower. Yes, d- two hundred ninety-four.
1: Yeah, I was going to say close to three hundred.
2: It's pretty awesome. And he's been,
1: he's been good for fantasy, good to great for fantasy since he came back from, uh, the shoulder. But,
2: injury. but he have, he scored three fantasy points against the Panthers in the first meeting. Now I think they're a pretty beatable pass defense, but would you go with a waiver wire guy over Winston this week? Cause Winston might be available, he's 86% owned, he might be available in some leagues.
1: As of now I would, but I reserve the right to evaluate him further and move him up or down.
0: Yeah, the guys that play on Monday night, where they are in our rankings on Tuesday morning is not um, where
2: they are going to be.
1: Well, I'll tell you where he was before the game. He was, like, 18th, Yeah, and now he's 13th.
2: Okay, so finally, are we back to trusting Mike Evans?
1: Yes, yes. The answer is yes, and you should have been
0: trusting him anyway.
1: You didn't have to call him a number one fantasy receiver, but he still should have been in your lineup.
0: I mean, I, I would be interested to see... How that game plays out if Deshaun Jackson and O.J. Howard play the whole game? Right, yeah. Um, I am moving him up for sure. I was trying to decide before the game whether I was going to rank him or Kendall Wright (laughs) at uh, 38th. And so he's moved up into the A.J. Green area, but that's not top 10. He's
2: top 10. What do you think about Adam Humphreys this week? I think I like Godwin better. Okay.
1: You ever hear um, about the barbershop quartet that sang outside? No. In the cold? No. They were the Humphreys.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, we're moving on. I just want everybody to know that I sat Mike Evans for Marquis Lee. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Dallas. See, because his name is Humphrey. Did you miss
0: it? Did you miss the playoffs because of
2: that? I... Yeah, let's check. I think you should go check and see. You don't even know if you made the playoffs? No. No, no. he knows he lost. I lost the semifinals game. Uh No, I didn't. How many points did – no, I got – no, I didn't. In
0: a PPR league, you had eight. Did you get
2: girlied? No, I would have lost by 13. Will had a huge game. Okay. He had Jameis. He had girly. He had hop. He had a huge game. Okay, so Dallas 20, Oakland 17.
0: Ugh. I, I'm terrified of even thinking about starting Dak this week. He really regressed Dak to his old ways, uh, throwing two interceptions in this game. And the volume is just not there. 27 pass attempts. We talked about this last week. Mm. He's not throwing the ball enough. He's not, but he's never been a guy who's
1: posted great fantasy numbers because of a huge amount of pass attempts. He's always been very efficient. I understand. He's had a lot of games where he's thrown under 30 pass attempts and still gave you what you wanted as far as fantasy goes. What I'm worried about is now that he's had this bummer of a game that Dow still managed to escape with a win, and here comes Ezekiel Elliott, does the play calling shift to a far more conservative approach? It would be hard
0: to get a lot more conservative. He's got 27 or fewer pass attempts, three of his last four games. But I, there's no way I'm I'm not feeling good about starting him.
2: Okay. I, the, the reason why I, you know, saw some potential for him to struggle is because he really did not play well against the Giants. Like, he had a huge game. He had 30 fantasy points, but it was v- 32. It was very, it was very too, deceiving. Yeah. Very deceiving. They struggled it, for almost the entire game.
0: Yeah, yeah it was I, two
1: big plays on Yek. I felt like he could overcome all that this week against Oakland because Oakland's defense was so bad. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. That's why I loved him.
2: Des no, is just... Not that good. No, Dez is not. He's not he's a, a touchdown uh, or
0: bust wide receiver. Right. Yeah. He's 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 kind of bad in some ways.
2: Uh, any th- any takeaways from the Raiders? Derek Carr had his longest run of his career, and he had 47 rushing yards that gave him 20 fantasy points. That he and he needed well. every
1: bit of it for those fantasy points. Yeah. He
2: he almost had a huge game if he didn't fumble. He had an eight point swing at the end there, although he wasn't really going to score, but. You know, could have ended in a touchdown that drive, but but he really didn't play well. That's the point. He hasn't played well all year. So they're at Philadelphia. I know Manning just carved him up, but I'm assuming you're going to be kind of hesitant to start some Raiders this week. Well,
0: I'm very hesitant.
2: I I'm looking at the forecast, and
0: uh, looks like a high of 48 in full Philadelphia <laughs> this week. Oh, so, so you're going to play the. We are Derek probably Carr going hole. to stay away from Derek Carr. Is he going to um freeze?
2: Okay, it's getting worse here. Uh, alright, that's, I think, I think we can be done there. Yeah. We'll talk about those guys later in the week. Let's do an email. Email of the day number one from Chris in Portland, Oregon. My buddy asked me to do his keeper auction for him because he was vacationing in Europe. I ended up getting him a $3 Camara, $4 Hunt, $1 Watson, plus Gurley, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, and he's now in the championship. Should I ask for a portion of the prize money or just be satisfied with my work well done? That's what I'm leaning towards.
0: Oh, I would definitely hold this over his head for the rest of his fantasy football career and tell him the only reason he won the league is because I drafted his team for him. And I would make reference often that some of that money should be mine. There there is somebody listening to this podcast right now who I helped
1: with their team. Yes. And I am proud to have helped their team advance to the championship. And I wouldn't dare ask for a nickel.
0: It's different. It's kind of your job, isn't it? It's your job. <laughs> like that's what we're made but for. But I'm helping a friend with. I this hope. Team. I hope there's more people than just him that have flipped. Well, I, I, would, we I would
1: hope so, too. Otherwise, uh, you know, I don't want I, people to. Imagine <laughs> if we
0: get a cut of everyone? Yeah, nice. championship winning. No, the cut that
1: we get <laughs> is people who stay and listen to the podcast. But this and guy, that's what we're doing this
0: for. guy is just his buddy. He's just. So,
1: oh, so Heath, you would it take – It should a, be suggested to the buddy to take him out for a nice dinner. Heath, beers. you would you would take a Weasley passive-aggressive approach. Absolutely. Okay. I would. That's, that's me. See, I, yeah, and I would. I would just – satisfaction of a job well
2: done is is worth something, too. Email of the day number two. But a nice dinner doesn't hurt either. Dave, I hope you're paying attention to this. It's from Philly and Winnipeg. Oh, boy. Dude. Hey, Adam. Sorry to bug you, but I never got a phone call from Dave for guessing STP core – I didn't know if I was supposed to reach out to him or he was going to yes, reach out to me. Yes, you're
1: supposed to re- – I followed you back on Twitter, you nunnick.
0: <laughs> DM me. Jeez. Okay. Wait, wait. I'm not going to take I it think, away. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what am I waiting for? This very nice Canadian that starts off with sorry to bug you and is sounds apologetic for even asking about the fact that you didn't call him. At least let him get his whole email read.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Let's. You guys are busy people. I didn't want to bother you. I'm Such a nice knocked out of all my leagues, so oh. Dave won't even be be able to give me fantasy advice or anything if we do have a phone call, since that's the case. I was wondering if it's at all possible that I can have one of the spots in next year next year's listeners league for guessing the album and the band right. If not, that's oh, well, cool. This is perfect. But if, no, I'm not doing it, no. wrong I, no, no. I, ah, ah, No ah, ah, ah. pipe down there, curly. He's hair. sharing a team with you. He is sharing a team with. Me. Okay, fine, that works. Philly, congratulations! Well, you are. That's sharing what you a say, team. but
0: <laughs> that's that's. You also said th- you were going to call him. No.
2: <laughs> now I got to find him on Twitter. Oh man, Philly hey, DM pal, Dave. What?
1: Well, you know you know what, Philly. If I'm following you, go on Twitter, DM
2: me, say who
1: you are. <laughs> we're we're about to be best friends.
2: Awesome. All right. approve the move. Uh, just say yes or no, or approve or disapprove or whatever. this is from Chris C. Grab Trey Burton in anticipation of the Eagles clinching and resting their starters for Monday night football.
1: So I, I just cleared this up just to make sure there's no confusion. If Minnesota loses, Philly is the one seed. Yes. They're
0: not resting their starters for two consecutive weeks. I, I don't weeks. think so
1: either. Yeah. But no. they could rest them for parts of two weeks.
0: I, yeah, I I really kind of doubt it, but it's
1: possible. They uh, Doug Peterson said they'd like to get third-string quarterback Nate Sutfeld some work. So, don't be surprised if the fourth quarter in a meaningless Eagles game belonged
0: to Nate the Great Sudfeld. Yeah. I think Carson Wentz can get four touchdowns in the first three quarters. <laughs> Alright,
2: but don't, uh, I don't know about the Trey Burton thing. I disapprove of that move.
0: I do too. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: yeah. disapprove. Yeah, disapprove. From Jack Unless Lane. the guy
0: in your league doesn't have a tight end, then you just add all of them.
2: Oh, nice. I just don't drop any of them. Antonio Brown, drop Antonio Brown for Keelan Cole. Approve. Approve. Trevor Davis. Oh, can
1: believe it! What a weird year it's been.
2: Add Keelan Cole and play him over over Doug Baldwin or AJ Green. Disapprove.
1: I wouldn't do it over Baldwin, and I don't think I'd do it over Green.
2: From Jason, have Keenan Allen and Devonte Adams and Tate drop Marquise Goodwin for Crowder, Mike Wallace, or Martavis Bryant.
1: Why are you dropping Goodwin?
2: I would drop. Probably. Drop Tate. And if Devontae Adams doesn't drop Tate play, against the, him too. Drop Tate against the Bengals?
0: Yeah. No. Tate's not that good. I am – I pressure. want Mike Wallace out of this group, and I think we'll have some information. Assuming Devontae Adams is just not practicing in the protocol today, which is what we expect, I'm probably dropping Adams for Wallace. And yeah. I would drop Tate for Bryant.
2: Yeah, and you should be fine They're with right Keenan Allen. Keenan and Allen should be
1: fine. We need to talk about this a lot more. You gotta play keep away with your opponent.
2: Yeah. We talked about it last week. So that's why I feel like everybody knows, but you're right. You do. Uh, from Alex. Don't
1: do the ad drop, ad drop, ad drop, ad yeah, drop, ad drop. Just be prepared not do, Somebody in your league might send clear. out
0: a tweet to hundred thousand people <laughs> saying that you did something you didn't do. And then you'll have to apologize for it on your <laughs> podcast. All right.
1: Shush. That was sincere,
0: by the way. Drop
2: cousins for Bortles.
1: Right. Yes.
2: Okay. This is from Christopher. Drop Ingram for Greg Olson. Yes. I agree. Okay. From Scott W. Start Foles over Cousins. Yes. Oh, that's obvious. Approve, that's approve, cool. approve. Back to the waiver wire real quick here. We'll, uh, we'll pick up any scraps. So this is from, oh, this is one of my reading emails. Alright, here's your waiver wire. <laughs> Keenum, Bortles, Foles, and Flacco. Those are the guys we like. Tyrod Taylor scored uh three fantasy points in his first game against the Patriots. So uh I'm not sure how much you want to trust him. Jimmy Garoppolo against a team that allows the fewest fantasy points quarterbacks. What about if these guys are available? Marcus Mariota, eighty four percent owned. And uh what do you think about Mariota this week against the Rams? I do not like. Eli Manning at Arizona, any interest? No. no, uh-uh. none. Uh-uh. Drew Stanton okay. against the Giants, any interest? Not no. at all. Nope. None. None. Nope. No thank you. And uh Brock Osweiler at Washington if he plays.
1: Yes. Yes, please. Oh, wait, no. Over Stanton
0: and Eli. Eli. Okay.
2: All right. Running backs. So Giovanni Bernard would have a really good matchup against Detroit. Uh, who's actually been better against running backs the last two games, but but that's against Tampa Bay and Chicago and yeah, they they're, they're, they should, they've been, they were terrible before that. Jonathan Stewart, with that great matchup against Tampa Bay, he's 80% owned. Bilal Powell. How excited are you about Bilal Powell this week against the Chargers? I'm not.
1: Excited is the wrong word. This is not a clear-cut situation. They, they used three different running backs last week, and it's, it's mission
0: impossible to figure out who's gonna do what and when. I think one thing that's been pretty clear is that the Jets are gonna use Bilal of their running backs on a regular <laughs> basis. And keep them involved.
2: Yeah, puns apparently are your forte, Heath. Very good. Kerwin Williams, uh the Jaguars guys. Peyton Barber has bad matchup, even with Thomas Davis out. Wayne Gallman and PPR is interesting. Tion Green. I mean, if you get a if you get a Abdullah or Tion Green, you got a, you got an opportunity here. I, I don't know who's going to be probably to lead handing that.
1: your fantasy trophy over to the other guy. Can we do a, uh, a prediction
2: me. segment? Right, no, real quick? I need to say something. With the current state of the Bengals' defense, they might be the worst defense in the league.
1: Yes. With the current state of the Lions' offense, their run game has been frustrating for the last two and a half to three seasons.
2: Right. Look at what Theo Riddick did each of the last three weeks. He was actually on pace for a pretty big game before he fumbled. Yeah, but he's not playing. I know, but he's not better than, he's not that much better than Amir Abdullah or T.ion Green. He's not that much better yeah, but than anybody. His
0: roles were far more defined than these. If guys. you gave Adam Azer 15 carries against this Bengals defense, he might get you one yard. <laughs> he, 32 he, yards. 30, no, two you yards. would not get 32
1: yards. I think I get 32 um, yards. I, just I think you think could gain one yard.
0: One last running back we haven't talked about at all, and I just want everybody on record. How many touchdowns is Mike
2: Gillislee going to score this week? <laughs> no, I, I was about to mention him. Actually, you're it's right. It's a revenge game against the Bills. He's, He's got, got fresh legs. legs. I can't believe we just said that. He's got same fresh legs.
0: legs. <laughs> I I put it at one over under one and a half.
2: Yeah, I'll take the under. You Who's Rex Burkhead? That's they, the most important. They part. get the
0: ball at the one yard line. Who do you expect they're going to get it to?
2: Deion Lewis. I don't. Wait, did? Over under one and a half. That was yards or touchdowns. Touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I take the I might take the under on both. But no, it's if you need a hail mary, Mike Gillislee is a hail mary, for sure. Um, and Javoris Allen is a is a bit of a hail mary against the. He's a better Colts. hail
1: mary. Yeah, because he's actually been getting carries.
2: All right, wide receivers. If you saw these guys on waivers, shallower leagues, would you pick up Sterling Shepherd at Arizona? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd be nervous. Oh, yeah. You know, one wide receiver has more than 68 yards against the Cardinals in their last 5 games. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe yep. 4 games. And he only get 555
0: and 1 to Jameson Crowder. See what
2: happened when on that touchdown? Uh, Patrick Peterson fell down. Yes, I know you read that in my notes, but yes, you probably saw that as well. Patrick <laughs> Peterson fell down. Um Sterling Shepard seems to only have good games against the Eagles. But fine, Sterling Shepard is 84% owned. Robert Woods, 76% owned. Yep, go get him. Shard Matthews, Rams against Rams this week. He's sixty eight percent owned.
0: Not as excited as I am about the other guys, but I would add him.
1: I liked him last week, and I think he's got a decent chance to be effective this week. Not as good. Randall not, Cobb, I'm Randall
2: Cobb, sixty eight percent owned.
1: Hmm, mm. not really, because it's gonna. It, what if it's Humbly? Yeah, like I might double back for him once we know the deal with Aaron Rodgers.
2: I mean, if if Rogers plays and Adams is out, Cobb's very interesting. Of course. Yeah. I would still like Shepard and Woods more. I, I would Woods, I mean, I can't imagine I'd have a league where I wouldn't be starting Robert Woods.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it, but it's because I have a lot of Mike Wallace.
2: You'd rather have Mike Wallace than Woods? He's playing the Colts.
0: He's going to get double-digit targets with no Macklin. Yeah. I'll
2: take Woods. I mean, Marquise Goodwin and Kendrick Bourne just had hundred yards against Tennessee. That's true. I got no beef with Wallace over Woods, fair enough. And then the guys we've already talked about are Wallace, Westbrook, Martavis Bryant, Keelan Cole, Jaden Mickens, Kendall Wright, Eli Rod. Oh, you know, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about uh Kendall Wright and Eli Rogers. Wright facing the Browns, they're awful against number ones. He's had two good games in a row, and Eli Rogers just if you need someone. Uh, they're at Houston this week.
1: Eli Rogers is a desperation play, and, and Wright has 17 catches on 24 targets, 188 yards the last two weeks.
0: He, 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 is, is, he too, is slotting it up. I think he's too low on this list. I, I would put him ahead of Jaden Mickens. Um, I think it really depends on what type of
1: league we're talking about, because in PPR, 15 to 20 fantasy points the last two weeks, he's clearly – uh been a part of what the Bears are doing now on
0: offense after being not that. Borderline number three. Okay. And don't drop Marquis Goodwin. Uh, yeah,
2: I think he could still do fine. Uh Tight ends. Tight ends. We got Cameron Brate, Eric Ebron. Well, Eric Ebron, Cameron Brate, and then, like, Charles Clay. Ben Watson's worth a look. Tyler Croft. Jamie's got on here because Detroit's allowed five touchdowns to tight ends during the last five games. And always got to see who's facing the Giants. That would be Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, what do you guys think about Jesse James? Texans allow the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. No Antonio Brown. What do you think about James?
1: Right. I, I like it. Think about this. He had five targets last week, which is pretty good for any tight end and certainly for James. And everybody knows about the touchdown he almost scored. If he had scored that touchdown – how would we view him this week in a favorable matchup? We'd say, oh, this is the guy you got to get. He just scored a touchdown, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think he's a pretty good option this week with with Antonio Brown not there for the Steelers.
2: Cameron Brait or Jesse James? Brait. Brait. Watson or James?
1: James. James and PPR for sure. Okay. And in standard, I'll say the exact same thing. James.
2: DSTs, Chiefs, Cardinals, Bears, Redskins. What do you think about the Chargers, 81% owned at the Jets?
0: They're top 12, but second consecutive road game going from the west to east coast. It feels like a trap game. It's a little bit uh, little scary.
2: Okay. No Perryman also. That doesn't hurt, help. Patriots are 80% owned. They had a big game against the Bills in the first meeting. What do you think about the Patriots?
0: Not bad. It's also top 12 for me, but I am starting all of the streamers you mentioned except for Washington over them.
1: So that would be the Chiefs, the Cardinals, and but the Bears. But if it's Pax and Lynch, you'll probably make that
0: change, right? It'll be close. I don't actually think Washington's defense is very good at all. I, think I don't either think right and Lynch stinks.
2: Yeah, and honestly, like, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I'd start the Steelers. They've had four bad games in a row. I agree. Against the Packers, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Patriots. Those are not, other than the Patriots, those are not teams you expect them to struggle with. So they're at Houston. I'm, I'm not sure I'm starting the, the Steelers. They're 85% owned. And I'm not starting Minnesota if Aaron Rodgers plays. No way. Sure. Uh, okay, week 17, if you need a DST, Buffalo's at Miami. If anybody drops Minnesota because they're at Green Bay, they have the Bears next week. Pittsburgh has Cleveland. Dallas is at Philadelphia and the backups there for Philadelphia could be playing. Detroit has Green Bay at home, uh, and that could be a Hunley game. Patriots have the Jets, Kansas City's at Denver. There are enough streaming think- options in week seventeen where I don't think you have to stash anyone. Does that really matter? What?
0: The week seventeen thing. Because there's no defense
2: for playing in week seventeen. <laughs> but um that was pretty good. And I already told you about the kickers. Lambo, Phil Dawson, Dan Bailey. Let me see if I uh, can read some emails here, guys, real quick. I think you can, Adam. Pete, I believe in you. Thank you. Yeah, I needed that. Pete from uh, Tintin Falls. Is there any way Adam can work in Africa by Toto into one of the upcoming podcasts? It would be enjoyable for all. You think it would be enjoyable?
0: Well, like this was, you're going to do it now,
2: right? How are you going to, how do you work it in? Well, I'm thinking about Big Ben, right? Ben Roethlisberger. Gonna take a lot to start you away from home.
1: You wait a minute. He
2: <laughs> he
1: thought about what he would do. Yes, <laughs> he planned something out. He yes. found a player to use into that tune and that lyric. Yeah, yeah he's been working on it all week. Belted, I don't know if it's all week. It might no, yesterday.
2: I saw it this morning or yesterday. I'm fine with it. I'm comfortable with what I've done. Okay. Here's an email from Andrew. I think that's, I
1: think your singing was so bad that wild dogs cry out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Pete.
2: Here's an email from Andrew. Sterling Shepard or Martavis Bryant this week? Shepard. You kind of want to say Shepard. I kind of want to say Bryant. What if Shepard gets Patrick Peterson? Peterson. Then
1: Peterson would be playing in the slot, which isn't what he always does. I bet you'll see Peterson
2: on Engram. I don't know. Ah, oh, the hell with it. Go with Martavis Bryan. Alright, so Dave says Martavis, Heath says Shepard. Uh, this is from Jordan. I have Bortles, but would you pick up and start any of these guys over Bortles? Garoppolo, Stanton, Mariota, Flacco.
1: No. No.
2: Alright, this is from Nick. And I'm reading these just straight from the inbox. I haven't proofread them or anything. Uh, actually this is from P. Jones from the Circle City. I've been riding high with Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, and Alvin Kamara, but this week I get Ezekiel Elliott back. So oh, you got to sit one of them. Yeah, who do you sit? Kareem Hunt, Ingram, or Kamara?
0: Hunt.
1: Oh, I don't know. I love Hunt's matchup against Miami. Well, Is sure. It PPR or non-PPR? I don't know. If it's PPR, I would sit Ingram. And who? if it's not, do you sit Alvin?
2: Uh, I'm sitting Hunt. I- Who are your top two in that group, Hunt, Ingram, Kamara, Zeke? Zeke and Hunt.
0: Um, Assuming that it's a standard league, I would say Ingram and Zeke. If it's a PPR lead league, I would say Ingram and Kamara. How can you get away from Kareem Hunt after what he did last week? I understand. Playing at home, second week in a row. Dolphins on the road,
1: second week in a row. It's the third week in a row at home for the Chiefs. Dolphins, just absolutely dreadful
0: defense. Really, really not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, like I, they're the armpit of D. I I would like to clarify something by saying that I would rather start two of the top five running backs in fantasy this year. I'm not saying anything bad about Green Hunt. Okay, he's going to be very good.
2: I think I'd start him over. Falcons Ingram. on
0: the road, second week in a row too. For what
2: it's worth. Yeah, Ingram gets like 12 carries a game, so he's awesome. But we are making really tough calls there. Uh, but yeah, so that's a tough one. Ken in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, PPR start three. Allen Funches Goodwin Shepherd. So sit 1. Allen Funches Goodwin Shepherd. Who are you sitting? Keenan Allen, Devin Funches, Marquis Goodwin, Sterling Shepherd.
0: Probably You said sit 1? Yeah, if sit
1: 1. Probably sitting Goodwin. Oh man, really? I know he's got a tough matchup.
0: But uh I, I need to look a little bit more into Funcius and where I've got him this week because I didn't have the, uh, it's a great matchup, a little worried about volume. I still think I'm sitting, uh, good one. I think
1: I have Shepard ranked the lowest of them all so far.
2: Alright, you thought that was hard. Kirk from Ohio needs to sit one and a half PPR league. Thielen, Jeffrey, Baldwin, Marvin Jones. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I might say Jones. Against the Bengals. They're the worst. What about Baldwin? The Cowboys have been pretty good on defense lately. I just, I can't see Baldwin having another terrible game. Yeah, but well, that is a tough one. That is a really tough one.
1: Thielen and Baldwin are both top 10 for me PPR. Alright
2: guys, good luck everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll give you some tough calls. We'll air that interview with Pete Prisco. For Dave and for Heath, I'm Adam. See you later. Goodbye. See ya.